Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. We have a little show today. That is, that's just the two of us. It's it's Jared and I, um, live from wherever he's living these days in San Antonio. Parents are out of town. Evan and uh, Matt had to go to Salt Lake City to uh, tie up some business with Black Rifle Coffee, and uh, they also locked in a huge guest for next week's show. So we'll give them a pass, and hopefully you will too. Uh, but they'll be back on Monday for Monday's show, and we get a, a ginormous guest who is one of your most requested, I would say, in the history of our show to get this guy on the on the uh, the old the old DB podcast. And uh, as of today, we've secured him. Um, but I've also had a lot to drink today, and so is Jared. So we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna hop into the show in a second here. But of course, we got some sponsors to pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee that is made fresh in the motherfucking warehouse and uh, delivered straight to your mouth holes. That's what they were doing up there, actually. Um, they were uh, getting ready to, to expand, and they're, they're opening up a place in Nashville and obviously San Antonio. And I uh, just want to make sure all the shit's going right uh, so that this whole thing stays afloat. Go to Black Rifle Coffee, though, and uh, and check out some of their new T-shirts and apparel. Uh, and they got some new mugs up in that motherfucker that are great. And uh, if you're going to use the one-time promo code of uh, Drinkin' Bros, I would highly recommend using it on the subscription of the month plan. It is, it's amazing. Shit gets dropped off to your house same date of every single month. And uh, it's better than Ezra. It'll, it'll save you about $4 from going to Costco and whatever gas money you're using. Plus, the coffee's amazing. Uh, I use it all the time. Again, promo code at BlackRifleCoffee.com is uh, Drinking Bros for one-time use, 20% off. Uh, or I'm not going to be mad at you for using uh, Revolution uh, as a one-time promo code for, for uh, Black Rifle as well. Just don't tell anybody I did that. You know what I'm saying? They're all one-time uses now. Company's getting too big. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need that shit anymore. Uh, we're done. We're all done with Red Bull. We're all done with Monster and uh, and all of that nonsense. It's time to to rip open a tasty tiny little tin pouch. Uh, you've been seeing it all all over the Instagrams. Uh, you know, not only ours, but uh, Mr. Jack Mandeville. Um, and and you're probably saying to yourself, man, how fucking good is that shit? Lasts longer than five hour energy, and uh, you don't need to carry a bulky can around, especially when you're partying during the summer. It's a nice fucking pick-me-up without uh, taking up any cooler space. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. they got four amazing flavors, original, uh, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. Uh, I, I get down on all of them. Grape's my favorite, but uh, that goes real well in vodka, too. Uh, so go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off, and that's good every time. So you can use that every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world, which is, which is a real nice thing. Uh, next up, we've got my book. Yeah, we're talking about the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. We're talking about when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. I said I would update everybody on where we're at as far as the New York Times bestseller list goes. I'm going to need 2,200 more copies. That's it. 
fucking it. And I hit New York Times bestseller list opening week. Um, we're we're about 45 days out, people. I need these. I need these. Um, I need that fucking paper more than more than Michael Scott's. Uh, no, that's my dream. It's the last last dream I have on, on this this cold dark earth is to become a New York Times bestseller and uh, and sell this series to HBO and and get this shit fucking going for the people. If you want outrageousness, if you want the fucking funniest shit you've ever read, go pre-order When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. I would sincerely appreciate it. Again, we're getting closer. I'm only 2,200 copies away uh, from the New York Times bestseller list. Please support me. That would be fucking amazing. Uh, next up, we got ghostbed.com. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you can get all the dills. Dills, 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 dills of the summer Man, I'm I'm gonna be real. I went there yesterday just to check it out and kind of kind of refresh my mind a little bit on Ghostbed.com because it's been a while um, since I ordered my last mattress. I have fucking two of them in there, and I got the pillows as well. Pillows are a dream. It's to the point where the wife won't go anywhere without the fucking pillows. Um, it's kind of a dream and a nightmare. Uh, she carried one on the plane like a fucking child. She might as well have wrapped it up in a strawberry shortcake uh, pillowcase because that's that's what she was doing with the ghost bed pillow on the fucking plane but their deals on there are phenomenal for drinking bros and drinking bros only when you go to to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros it'll take you to a home page with our lovely faces and those will give you the best deals that they're not offering anywhere else um and right now it's their bundle package which is like 400 dollars off and you get a mattress like the craftmatic adjustable portion of it which has got like usb ports and flashlights and all that bullshit and uh and then they got deals off the regular mattresses. So it's like $100 off in a free pillow, $200 off with like sheets. Like there's all kinds of deals for drinking bros. And there's a pay as you go plan. So you don't have to buy all that shit up front, man. You can pay as you go. And uh, it's, it's super nice having a really fucking great mattress that just gets delivered to your house. You pull it out of the box and you're, you're done with it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and sleep so good it's scary. <laughs> Next up, we've got Grill Your Ass Off. Whew. A lot of people have been hitting us up saying, man, we've been following them on Instagram, their meat porn videos, um, and everybody's ordering that jerky. Man, you guys are ordering the shit out of that jerky. Look, they listened. They sold out after the first the first couple runs. Now they've, they're stocked to the, the hilt with it. So by all means, fucking start hammering away. I've... I've been crushing that jerky. Been one of those fucking keto diets for a while now. And um, I've been killing that jerky during the day. And it, God damn it, man. If that isn't my favorite jerky on the planet, this is real fucking talk. Forget the show and the sponsors and all that shit. It's my, it, literally, it's my favorite jerky on the planet. Um, their sweet and spicy is my, my end all be all. But uh, I like all of them. I like the cowboy. I like the original. It's all 100% uh, USDA approved meat in america so you're not getting uh that weird mexican shit that's calling causing all those uh, boxers to uh fail steroids tests you're getting american shit um so go to grillyourassoff.com get their fucking seasoning dude for 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 grilling outs get their chicken seasoning get their steak seasoning uh crispy has got his own line of seasoning in there the habanero and uh you can order that up ass eating seasons over it's grilling season go to grillyourassoff.com Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for fifteen percent off, 
and uh, buy all your fucking meat seasonings and uh, jerky from a from a company that is 100% veteran owned. Um, it's the best in the biz, and uh, super stoked to have them on the show. Uh, next up, we've got GrenadeSoap.com. Incoming! Yeah, GrenadeSoap.com is what I'm washing my D&Bs with. Uh, it's hot. It's hot out here, people. Got to keep your fucking nether regions clean. Um, no, no better way to do it than with a bar of soap from GrenadeSoap.com. It's made with real gunpowder. And I say this all the time, but that's true. And everybody who, who keeps ordering is just like, yo, man, there's really fucking gunpowder in this shit. And I'm like, I know. And it smells del- delightful. Uh, it's shaped like a grenade. It comes on a fucking rope. You're good to go, dude. You can, you can wash up, shower up. Um, they got a bunch of awesome products for men. Also, that shit mitten's real. I know we did a show about it, but they actually sell that motherfucker. So if you're scrubbing your taint and your dirty asshole uh, after a ripe, ripe shit, dude, grab the taint scrubber on there. That way you're not physically jamming a bar of soap up your ass like Jared is. Uh, go to GrenadeSoap.com. Check out all their products, man. Um, I, I Look, I always rave about their soap because I use it all the time, but uh, they got a bunch of other cool shit. Uh, for men, for the bathtub, that way you're not using your wife's bullshit and you know walking out into the streets smelling like a fucking weirdo every day. Uh, go to GrenadeSoap.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off at GrenadeSoap.com. Last but not least, we've got Kimber. Yeah, you know the name. You know the brand. You know the men behind it. Uh, Kimber is, is arguably uh, one of the finest... Uh, maker of firearms on the fucking planet. Um, I, look, they're they're onesie twosies up there in the world for me. Uh, they're 1911s of the dope jam, and the beauty of Kimber is is the fact that they're they're again they're not doing a promo code at all. And we, you know we do promo codes with all this shit, but they're Kimber, man. Uh, they make they make some of the most uh, superior fucking firearms on, on the planet, and uh, they don't have to offer a promo code. All they're saying is, hey, we love the Drinking Bros. We love the Drinking Bros audience. We love this podcast. We're proud to sponsor this podcast. Please go and check out all our shit. Go to Kimber.com um, and, and check out everything they've got in their catalog. It's it's one of those. Look, Kimber is one of those sites, obviously, one of those companies. You go there. You peruse all their shit. And uh, and you're like, God damn it, man. I wish I wish I had fuck you money so I could just buy everything. Buy all of the guns on there. Uh, Kimber.com and uh, uh, the lovely people of Kimber uh, have graced our show. Hopefully they're with us for a very long time. Love those guys over at Kimber. Uh, And with that, kids, we're going to hop into the show. No parents, just Jared and I. Let's get weird, shall we? Oh, uh, this is the end. Beautiful friend. I'm a bird today. You are a bird today. I am a bird. You are, we're look, kids. We're we're day drinking today. Um, middle of the afternoon. <laughs> Our parents are out of town. Oh, um, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone it, for the it's weekend. It's just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> we we brought a mattress into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> the babysitter said we could watch whatever we want. We got uh, all the pillows in the house in one room. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a we got a whole fort going on. Oh, is what we God. have. Yeah, we brought some two by fours from Dad's shed. <laughs> a couple of the weights from just, the weight bench, you know, to make we're just sure bringing that bringing it all in. Yeah, just bringing it all in. Yeah. 
Uh, Jared, today Evan is where? In Salt Lake City? I guess. Ma- Matt Matt is where? Where the fuck is Matt at? Matt's in the air. He's on his way here. All right. All right. But we've got a we've got a big guest coming up next week. So in the meantime, it's just the it's just the two of us having drinks middle of the afternoon like gentlemen. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Moscow mule, Jared. What are you drinking over there? Uh I got some lemon juice, some uh some Tito's. You want to you want to tell people uh, what what you're trying to pass right now? Well, it's it's gone now. Is it? Yeah, yeah. We're we're I, in the clear. I just heard about this. I've I've never known a person. No, I, I take that back. One person, Jim. Uh, well, I probably shouldn't say his name. He's a famous actor. He's in one of our movies. He had <laughs> he had kidney stones. Yeah, they're not fun. Yeah, how for, first of all, how does one get a kidney stone? I don't even I don't even know actually. It's uh, I don't know. It's like a whatever happens, something crystallizes, it like a sugar or something crystallizes in your kidney and then it just like calcium attacks it or something like that and it just turns into a, like a pearl pretty much, except a spiky pearl. So and you pee that out your wiener, right? Yes. Comes out and, the wiener. And you peed it out your wiener. Yeah. How painful was that? Uh, it's a, it's a different, it's a different level and it's a different kind. Really? Uh, When I, when I, it woke me up, uh, Monday morning. So Monday morning in about four 45, like it was just right away. I got out of bed and I was like your lower back and just hurts like crazy. And I kept like moving around trying to like figure out what was wrong. And I got up and like. I'm walking around trying to figure out what's going on here. And uh and finally it just got so bad that I I freaking uh drove myself to the ER. <laughs> Holy shit. What what time was this? Uh it was like yeah, like five in the morning, five, six in the morning. Fucking A. And so you you get to the ER and what do you say? Like, hey, I've got this shooting pain in my yeah, dick. Yeah, I was just back. like I was like I was kneeling down, like I was on my knee, like and uh, immediately they go, oh, you got a kidney stone. Like they knew right away. Like, the, oh, the wow. Way, really? The way that I was like angled and holding. And so they brought me back for a CAT scan. And then the doctor came in. He's like, yeah, you actually had two, but you just threw one out. Shit. That is fucking insane, man. Is it from eating bad? Be honest. Probably. Is it, did, well, the doctor had to have said something like, hey, man, you should probably change your well, diet. Well, the or... thing was, is he was asking me questions all around sugar. And, you know, I don't really fucking do sugar. So he was yeah, like, you don't. Do you, you drink don't. a lot of soda? I go, I drink no soda. I like, yeah, I, I haven't had a soda in fucking years. Right. Uh, and then he's like, well, do you drink a lot of energy drinks? I'm like, no, I haven't drinking those in a while either. And he's like, well, do you eat a lot of candy or cake? Or I'm like, no, I don't. Eat a lot of hot dogs and sandwiches. <laughs> what, what did he say? Too many hot dogs will fucking. No, no. He was like, well, hot dogs don't cause these. But, uh, you know, I, I bet it was just the vodka. I was I, I was on like a like a six day, you know, nightly blackout. Uh, g- g- going into la- this week. Yeah. No shit. Why? Where, where were you? Where were you going it was so just, hard? I no, talked to you it was every day. Just, it was just like it was. It's always in the evenings, but it was like I kept having random meetings and people in town that just oh, yeah, wanted yeah. to like 
go hard because like first one was, you know, a friend in town on vacation. So of course he's like, Oh, I'm going hard. And then second one was uh, a meeting with uh, people from the USO and they go hard. So it was like, okay, you know, and if we start, if we start drinking at eight, nine o'clock, you know, I won't stop like until the bottle's gone. No, no. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is like, dude, you're, you're a good drunk. Like you're not, uh, you're not a sloppy one where it's like, oh, we got to carry Jared out of the bar. You'll never know. Like when Jared gets fucked up. Um, so I, yeah. And the other thing is you hop up in the morning before all of us, like you're up at like <laughs> seven sharp, like six forty-five after like a good long night drinking sesh where I'm like, yo, just, just like one, damn. two in the morning and then right, yeah. right up away. You're right as rain or right around the 7 a.m. area after about five hours of sleep, which is great for you. Um, but, you know, for the rest of the audience, we should say every time we go out, I understand this, what you're talking about, by the way, because every time we go out, everybody's like, dude, drinking bros, let's fucking rage. And we always do. We always end up raging. Um, I mean, think about one, every every meeting like, you know, everybody wants to do a shot with us. But then that's that's everybody. You know, that's every single person out of the 60 to 100 that showed up. They yeah, want to do yeah. a shot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> let me get you a shot. Let me get you a shot. And, you know, eventually I'm just like, hey, can I pass on that? Like, you know, yeah, I'll, I, I'll drink a drink with you. <laughs> the, the best one, the last event we went to was the guy who was hammered who bought us shots. And as he was walking over to the table, he was like, hey, drinking bros. Fuck you guys, man. I get out, drink all of you. And he fell over right on the ground with all of the, <laughs> the whole shot. The whole shot tray it hit the ground. He hit the ground. And it was just, dude, we didn't even have to do him. And it was just like, oh, man, uh, sorry about your luck. Yeah. I, not, again, not to say that this is a bad thing. Because, I mean, shit, free drinks are free drinks. And uh, I get it. I'm not, um, I but, mean, you brag about how much you can drink when you're 22. <laughs> like, if, let's think about that. Like, like that's when it's you're true. like, yeah, that's when you come in. You're like, dude, and and you're you're regurgitating every single drink you had the night before. I had six shots of Jaeger, four shots of Fireball, yeah, two yeah. two Jaeger bombs, two Vegas bombs, four beers. Like, and you're like, oh, and everybody's like, oh man, like golf clap. Like all your 21 and 22 year old friends are like, man, you're the man. And then <laughs> then you're 30. And it's just like, you drink last night? Yeah, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that what, means... What was your... Let me ask you this. At 22, what was your go-to the next morning? What was your meal? Because everybody's got a, a hangover meal. What was your go-to? Uh, probably Waffle House. Ah, that's yeah. a big one, dude. I'm a big fan. Yeah, or there was this place at Fort Bragg called Super King Buffet. You, we always went to Super King. It was a Chinese buffet. That was like the, ooh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday was hard. Sunday morning, Super King. Boy, going I bet that with toilet. a little, with a little Chinese pizza and some of their freaking shrimp lo mein at Fort Boy. Bragg. I, I bet your toilet looked like that Chinese guy's head in Tiananmen Square after the tank rolled over it. <laughs> I, I bet it was just splattered all over that porcelain. Um, I don't do I a was, lot of I don't do a lot of splattering. You know, I no, my, no, my body is accustomed to it. It's just a, it's just a solid egg that yeah. comes out that's waste, and then it just goes away. You know, and you only shit like what once every three days or something yeah, weird. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's about a one to three ratio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just happens to be every single podcast we do, which is fine, <laughs> and I appreciate it. 
Uh, my go-to, let's see, at 22-23 uh, was uh, a place called Baja Fresh. And I would get a burrito called the Dos Manos, which stands for two hands. I need a burrito. Yeah, yeah. The burrito brothers are back, man. Fuck. Um, so, I, yeah, I would get the two-hander down that, and then d- d- you couldn't talk to me the rest of the day. I was on the couch for, you know, eight hours. And when you don't have kids, you're like, oh, this is totally normal. When you have kids, you look back at it, and you're like, man, I was a disgusting human being. <laughs> What was your drink of choice when you were 22? Because I've noticed I've gone through complete drink phases. Same like, here. You know, I started as a teenager, like, just drinking beer. Like, I was, I was like, yeah, occasionally I'd have a, I'd have a, a Southern Comfort and Dr. Pepper. Yeah, go, go through your. All right, so I tell you what, let's start. With, let's start with you. Let's go okay. through your drink phases. Uh, your drink phases. Teenage years. 20s and then 30s teenage was cheap beer it didn't matter what kind of light beer it was like i had no no taste for beer at all so it was any type of because it's any anything you could get your hands on that has alcohol in it but it was light beer yeah light beer okay i I was never a fan of like you know i I only went through about a four-month phase of bud heavies uh okay that was that was that was when i was in the military so yeah yeah light beer and southern comfort for whatever reason when you're a teenager southern comfort is actually yeah like now I look at Southern Comfort, I'm like, that is disgusting. Get it away from me. Um, then uh, as I hit 21, I went strictly Bacardi and Coke. Just Ooh, just Bacardi, yeah. Silver, and Coke. That's it. And, like, co- and, and, and Coca-Cola, not, I, not Diet Coke, right? Yeah, yeah, Coca-Cola. Like I, I, it was because my dad drank that like growing up. Ah, uh, so, gotcha. Like, it, Makes it, sense. Yeah, yeah. It has like a res. Like now I could buy a handle of Bacardi and have a Coke. Yeah, I think everybody goes through that that phase two of what your dad drank is kind of like your first drinks, where you're, you know, yeah. and drinking, we were we were like, strictly right. Coke House too growing up, like no Pepsi, get that shit out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I see I, Pepsi, like I just see Pepsi as a secondhand brand. I don't even see them as an equal to Coke. Same. The only thing that they've ever done that I liked was Pepsi Clear. That's not for whatever that. reason. I love that shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Who even I cares love about that? <laughs> Pepsi Clear. I, that, yeah. I, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the only Pepsi product uh, I got down on, as far as the hard Pepsi goes. Now the rest of their shit, you know, Mountain Dew and Dr Pepper, I got down on. Yeah, Dr Pepper and Mountain Dew is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that uh, a Pe- all right. Is that a Pepsi property? I believe so. I believe both of those are. Uh, yeah, you see, Mister yeah. Pib, Mister Pib, you know. Oh shit, dude! I got down on Pib as a child. <laughs> well, Pib was what McDonald's carried as as their Dr Pepper supplement. So, I was a Pib head. McDonald's is a Coca Cola, you know, Coca Cola establishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a Pib head for a long time, dude. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So after twenty one, what do you, where, where are you at drink wise? So, so yeah, I transferred from Bacardi and Coke to uh, I did that for a while. And then I then I went I, I went through a Patron face where then all I, I was drinking was Patron Silver. This makes sense. All of what you're saying is is kind of the lead up to like, I, like 24, I, yeah. 25, 26, 27. It's like, oh, I just need a bottle of Patron and I'll just shoot, you know, ice cold Patron all night. Like and then you're, <laughs> you're not 
you're not like drinking a lot, like as far as volume, but you're getting fucked up. Like, yeah. So your stomach's not all fucking full and everything. You're just, you know, a couple Patron shots every 30 minutes. Yeah. And you're, and you're good to go for the night. You're in the zone. Uh, yeah. Then I transferred to gin and tonic. Oh yes! And now you're, spe- you're speaking my language, dude. I that went, was my I went that gin was my drink for like on. two years until I realized I was allergic to gin. Oof! It took you two years to realize you were allergic to to fucking yeah. Gin? Well, I mean, I just I I kept being mistaken that it was either just the hangover or whatever. You know, I was just like, oh, that's just because I like drank a lot last night, and then I then I switched off of gin completely, and I never had those symptoms anymore. Okay. What were you getting like rashes, like back rashes? No, just it's just like crazy hangovers and super weird, like just feeling weird the next day. And then I, I looked it up, and there like a lot of people are allergic to juniper, and that's a major, uh, major ingredient in gin. Shit. I just yeah, uh, like I said, it was camouflaged in. Like where I just thought I was hungover or something like that, but when I get, when I cut gin out, and then also I don't like the taste of tonic anymore. Like it's too sugary. It's too, like I, now. I mean, I think I'm 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 at my resting place. Vodka soda with a little bit of lemon juice. I mean, I think that's all I need for 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 the for the rest of my for life. the long haul. Yeah, yeah, for the long haul. You know, it, it, it's good. Let's see. Uh, teenage years for me. It started off with like wine coolers, so like Bartles and James and shit like that. Um, like Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Thunderbird, uh, that that cheap ass Thunderbird wine. Um, that was super Mad Dog twenty twenty. All that shit because that's all we could kind of get our hands on. And then I got my first fake ID when I was like maybe seventeen. And then it and we switched to buds and we were going hard. We were going the bud heavies. Because uh, you don't know any better And you're like fuck it um, I'm not gaining weight Doesn't matter anymore <laughs> um, So uh, you know If you didn't walk into a You know to the s- senior parties Like it, with, with, a, with a 12 of Budweiser Like you were a fucking sh- You were a sham You know you were a worthless piece of shit uh, After that college years um, like, that, was that, that the international, like, you know, uh, we're going to be nice to you symbol? Like, when you walked in with an offering? 100%. So it didn't matter, like, because we had, we lived in an area, our, our high school was, was pretty huge. It was like 3,200, right? Yeah. Um, and there was a couple other surrounding high schools, and we were friends with them a little bit, and we all, everybody kind of rotated parties. I'm from Georgia, so we used to have it out in these, like, abandoned cul-de-sacs and shit like that. So it would be a party of like, you know, four or five hundred kids. And if you didn't roll up with a 12 as like a peace offering to everybody of like, hey, we're oh, all yeah. cool. Then you were that fucking asshole who was eyed the entire night for drinking you know, everybody drinking else's shit. Shit. And then, you know, somebody usually got their ass kicked at the end of the night because it was like, hey, who brought the fucking guy who just killed a, a, a case of beer and didn't bring any? Um, so that was kind of like the go to. It was just like, all right. Now we're now we're getting down to. You brass see, when here. I was growing up, that's what like the lunchroom was like. You had like a majority of people that wouldn't bother to pack a lunch and then wouldn't bring money for lunch. So there was like just this like scavenging of crows and and vultures around you if you happened to buy a lunch. Oh God, the the mooches, huh? Yeah, 
You had a lot of moochers in high school is what you had. That's what yeah. it sounds like, Jared. Um, so in, into the 20s, uh, we used to have, fuck, man, like, like heading on up. So I would say like college, we would have these things called Boone's Farm races where everybody Old would buy Boone's a, Farm. Yeah. So you put you pair up like a fraternity and sorority, go against each other. And it's who, who, who could ever finish 60 bottles first? Holy shit. Yes, and that was the start of the night. So, like, you'd start off with Boone's Farm, and then we had a deal with a liquor store where there was... Uh, do you remember Natty Ice? Yeah. Yeah. So, it was stronger than, like, Natural Light and, like, you know, Bud Heavies. And uh, it, at the time, it was the strongest there was. So, and it, it was, was just cheap. like, all right. Yeah, it was super cheap. Dude, so I've could- seen a spectacle. Like, I went to... My only frat party I ever went to was right after I got out of Sears school, and I went over to Wazoo and Pullman... And I got let into this party, and they had the entire in-ground swimming pool full of natty ice. <laughs> I've never yes. seen so many cans of beer in my life. It's it's crazy because they would sell it to you in bulk. So like, if you bought it in bulk and picked it all up, because they it it allowed the liquor stores to sell out and reorder, um, and so they welcomed it. So it, it didn't matter. Like whoever had one ID could come and pick up three hundred cases, and you were good to go. <laughs> Hey, uh, 300 cases, please. Yeah, and that's that's the way it went. And then um, there was a to, to couple that was uh, uh, nitrous was really big um, <laughs> then. And, and a guy, a guy in my in my house, um, he got a fake catering license. Uh, he bought a van. Um, he got a magnet, like the whole thing. He got a uh, he had a he had a full on catering company. That didn't cater to anything except for getting nitrous. Because if you had a if you had a catering company, you can go and get those seventy five pound tanks. <laughs> so every Saturday morning at like seven eight a.m., two seventy five pound tanks of nitrous would show up, and then then the next guy would bring back the three hundred cases of of natty ice. And that was your fucking party, essentially, for the weekend. And um, whatever you got down on, you got down on. The Boone's Farm races were what, what kicked shit off. And then you did that. Uh, and then Ye- Jaeger, Jaeger got introduced to the picture. And that's oh, no. when people went off the rails. Oh, no. So it was Jaeger and Goldschlager towards, like, you know, 21, 22. Really? Goldschlager? You guys had a Goldschlager kick? I mean, that oh. was the first alcohol I... I really got drunk off of because my buddy's mom gave us a bottle, but it was like, <laughs> not only did we have a Goldschlager kick, the bars that were staffed, including the one that I, I cause I was a bouncer at a bar for four years. The bar that I worked at had the bottle upside down. So there was a, you could see the gold flakes in it and then you'd get shots down this like ice. Yeah, if there is one group of people I hate, it's the slogger brothers. Ah, oh, it's the old slogger brothers, dude. <laughs> um, so that's where that came from, by the way, is everybody was getting fucked up off of, of that. Um, from a night she cries while he rides his steed. Everybody's getting fucked up <laughs> off a of golden slogger. Uh, when I was, when I was, you know, 21, 22. So that's why I put that in that book. But like, it became a thing of like, oh man, you haven't seen that liquor with the gold flakes in it, and uh, it was like no, and and that was the highest price shot there was. So if you were a dude in college trying to pick up a girl, if you bought her a shot of Goldschlager, it means you had money and you could at least take her out on dates. So it was a it was like a status thing of like, dude, if you could afford the the Jaeger and the Goldschlager, oh, you're, are, you're, yeah, you're probably balling. You're not you shopping pussy. at Ross, you know. You're not shopping at Ross. <laughs> 
You're going straight to Coles, trying you're on going, the new pants. You're no, going straight to, to no TJ oh. Maxx for this guy. No, no Maxinistas for my girl. <laughs> um, and then after that, so like you know, college college rolls over. You're 22, 23. Uh, this is when you start caring about your weight a little bit. Where you're like, all right, shit, man, I was going real hard off of that stuff. I need to cut it back. And we were going to like uh, Miller Lite. It was Miller Lite days um, and then vodka sodas after that. Then, look, you get in your 30s, you get married, you, you know, you start to have kids. Uh, and then the, the, the craft beer explosion happens. And then you have the craft beer. And not only is it amazing, but it's like 8.6. And you're like, dude, this is like four of those shitty beers I was drinking. Yeah. Then you become a like me personally, like I've become like a beer snob and I always used to make fun of that stupid shit. Now I'm like, fuck, if I can't have great beer, I'm genuinely disappointed if somebody hands me like a natty ice. Dude, I remember uh, when I got promoted to E5, I uh, I had a party at my house and I I grabbed a couple buddies of mine. Uh, One of them was named Goodnight. I think he's a lawyer now. That's a great that's a great nickname. Yeah. Chris Goodnight. Um, anyway, him and I roll out to the class six and we're going to buy a keg. And I know a keg is 88 bucks at the class six for Bud Light and a $20 deposit for the tap. Right. And, uh, so I was like, okay, we're going to spend, you know, about 105, $110. And this is like E4 days. Like that's a big purchase. Like I financed my TV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's just say I was making payments on a TV for two years. <laughs> Quick $27 a month. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll have it paid off in two short years. Yeah, it was a 50-inch plasma, though, and I was the only one in the that it was an E4 that had a 50-inch plasma. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Uh, uh, of course you did, too, by the way. Yeah, so... Uh, as we walk in, we see 30 packs of Miller Lite on sale for $9.99. Ooh. And so now, now I'm doing the math. Okay, 30 12 ounce beers. We could buy 100, you know, we could, we could buy 11 of these for the price of a keg. How much is in a keg? (laughs) We're like, I don't even know if we got the math right, but we chose the 30 packs and we bought 11 of them. (laughs) Oh, man. That's delightful. Look, that's what you do. But then we realized something. Like, how the fuck are we going to cool 30, you know, 11, 30 packs of beer? Yeah, did you go bathtub with it? Uh, No, we, we ended up buying a garbage can and a bunch of ice and just filling it up. All right. Yeah, we used to do. We used to have troughs, those beer troughs too. Oh man, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we would buy those troughs that that horses would eat out of and fill those up across the board. So that they, that way they were out in public and you don't have to you know you don't have to fuck with it or go back to a bar or, or a bathtub or whatever. Um, but yeah, so these days, man, I'm like, if I don't get a even for like birthday parties or whatever, if I don't get a keg from Wilmington Brewery, like. I just I'm not into it where it's just like, man, I, don't hand me your shitty beers anymore. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll, I'll go down the road with you. You and I are big vodka uh, Tito's and soda guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's an easy route where it's just like, all right, cool. Simple. It's clean. 
Uh, it's not heavy. You can get on with the rest of your day. Now, if I had my druthers, I could drink gin and tonics all fucking day long. <laughs> I enjoy like sweet shit, like Zima, obviously. Um, no, uh, I don't like the sweet. Tonic I water. Al- like That's why I could only drink like one margarita. I could only have one like signature drink, and then I have to just go back to vodka and soda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because the I, sweet look, shit gets to me. I could butt fuck a Long Island iced tea. Like oh, yeah. really pl- plug I it love, up. I love to start with two double Long Islands. Like that's how I like to open the night. Yo, when I moved to LA, we didn't have any fucking money at all. And there was a place called Saddle Ranch um, on Sunset Boulevard. And it was like the one place, it's still, it's still there and it's still big to this day, where like Sex in the City, you go and ride the bull. It's that place in all the movies where you ride the bull on Sunset. <laughs> So we would go there and th- th- we had nothing like, I mean, fucking, you know, 20 bucks to go out with. And, you know, L.A., like that's impossible. Well, at Saddle Ranch, you could get a whole carafe of Long Island iced tea for like nine ninety nine. So two of those things would get you fucking oh, trash. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's where we spent the majority of our time. So like, dude, my first year in L.A. was spent solely on Long Island iced teas out of a carafe. That's solid. Um, that's solid. You know what movie I watched last night? What'd you say? Identity. What really? Yeah. I'd What'd never you think se- of it. I've never seen it. Heather wanted to watch it. Uh What'd it you was, think of it? It was interesting, but the interesting thing that I liked about it was I recognized something in there. Oh yeah, what'd you rec- what'd you see in there? What do you what do you think I saw? It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. That entire movie takes place at the gas station that we filmed Range Fifteen at. Holy fuck, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So like it they use the diner, they use the gas station, they use yeah. the, the hotel. Like it's that that whole location was the whole movie. Yeah, that's a great use of that location. That location's Dude, super they made expensive. it look massive though. Like Yeah. If yeah. you really knew how small that that, that set is, it's like because I, I kept showing Heather, like, dude, they're they're doubling the size by just changing angles, like, and making yeah. you think that this continues on, and like, like it was very creative how they made it look super big. Well, you know, same with look, same with Range Fifteen. We use those jibs, and you can get high up in the air and and see a lot more shit. And and it was, you know, it was fucking great. That guy who owns that location is a fucking asshole. Yeah, I know. You remember that fucking dude? Uh, Jesus, the cops came we yeah. shooting in the street and it was just like, hey, we're in the middle of the desert. One car has passed the entire day. Well, that's what I was. Sure I was actually was thinking about that last night. Like, is there is there like a a set fee? Like, is there two is there two different prices, like a price for you to have their fire guy, their yep. their set rep? And then there is there another pr- set fee? Like if you just pay more, is it they don't even show up? No. So they, they, they will show up and they, they will always show up simply because they want money. They know they're going to catch you doing something, um, you know, shooting in the street or you don't buy a location like that for the day unless you're going to use those roads that are connected to it because yeah. you got to show them in whatever you're doing. And, you know, they tell you right, right before you, you go on set and you rent it. Hey man, if you shoot in the street, like we're gonna call the cops or it's gonna be a fine. So what what ends up happening is they show up, inevitably somebody's out in the street, and then you have to pay that guy in cash to get the fuck out of there. And that that happens a lot. So like there isn't an amount of money where they'll just walk away. 
because uh, that guy who owns that, that's his life. That's his livelihood. People shoot at that thing fucking probably 150 days to 200 days out of the year. If he loses that, that's his income. Hmm. So, yeah, the guy, the, the guy, yeah, the guy's just a fucking asshole where, look, there's other it'd be, sites. It'd be a shame if it burned down. I know, wouldn't it? Yeah. Drinking Bros. Uh, Southern California. There's a... <laughs> It's just, you know, it'd be ashamed if that place burned down. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, there was a, there was a, a place in where we shot uh, FDR American Badass, and they were fucking cocksuckers to us. Same thing when we were we were on set, and um, I said literally the the exact same thing after we left that. I was like, "Be ashamed if this fucking place burned down." Um, <laughs> cut, cut to two years ago, it did burn down to the ground. And I was like, I, was, my buddy, my buddy called me and he said, uh, he goes, hey, man, you're not going to believe this. But, uh, you know, that, that ranch burned down. And I was like, good. Fuck that guy. Fuck his whole ranch. Everything. Because what, what he would make you do is rent these water trucks. Um, so you would rent these 2,000 gallon water trucks. And, uh, and he would be like, look, man, you're going to have to rent this for the day. And it was another three grand on top of what you were paying. And he goes, um, you know, I'll give you a discount and I'll, I'll rent it to you for 2,500 a day because I've got one on site. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. So we all, everybody I know and their mother producer wise, we all took that deal because it was 500 bucks cheaper for the day. And, and, you know, the guy did have a 2000 pound water truck on his site when his, when his ranch burned to the ground, it turned out that water truck was fucking empty all these years. <laughs> he had nothing to put the fire out nothing the whole place burned to the ground I, dude I, can we can we send him like a commemorative like framed photo of a water truck oh wait wait wait, wait. this story gets better so again i i told my buddy i was like great fuck that guy go you know tell him i said fuck off for for me because a lot of people were sending out like condolences and all this shit because so many movies you'd shot there like the apple dumpling gang like old school like great movies and um, my buddy goes, oh, dude, you're not going to believe this. He had insurance on that place, um, and he collected $36 million from that, that 700 oh. acres burning down. They go, and, and my buddy said that that's, that's all the guy really ever wanted. Like, he hated the movie business. His father was in it, and when he died, he deeded him that land, and it was some dipshit son who was running it for him, and he didn't, he, he didn't care about movies. And was tired of living on that set because most of those motherfuckers live on that set. You know that, right? They built a house there. Yeah. And he was living there, and he was just like, "Dude, he wanted out all these years, but didn't know how to to sell it or get out of it." And uh, when it burned to the ground, he took his thirty six million and fucking peace on the world. So, damn it. Uh, it. Turns out that guy who fucked us for years is still fucking us, <laughs> but now he's on vacation. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. Permanent vacation. That's, that's, I hate to hear that. I know. Same here. And and again, like there's so many famous movies that that shot there, and like you know they ping you for everything. Where it's just like these locations are so fucking expensive in L.A. that it, it like I, I remember one day the the guy called and said he found a cigarette butt, and it was just like, hey, so I'm I'm gonna tack on like 800, um, you know, because somebody left a cigarette butt, and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you know, we have to have somebody clean that up and whatever. And I was like, no, it's cool. I'll send a PA out there. And he's like, oh, but you guys are shooting an hour and a half away. I was like, for $800, I'll send him in a fucking limo to come grab the cigarette. Butt. <laughs> you cocksucker. That's, that's what I mean is you almost want to call some of these guys. When that guy's like, hey, you have to rent my water truck. It's like, no, I, I have one. 
Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah, just I know. you just show up with a water truck and like <laughs> like expose the racketeer that it is. Yeah, the well the funny thing about LA is like since that those wildfires 2 years ago, um your sets are limited. So like part of Westworld set got that burned down. Um cuz that's where we were shooting on that one as well up for FDR and um uh it it was the same thing. So when that burned down, you're kind of left with like two or three sets only that are in like the mountain regions that can double as like like the wild west or or like a western so you're fucked and you have to play ball with these guys um or or else they just don't care because there's so many productions filming that they're like they don't care whether or not yours is there or not they just care about that money they don't care what the movie's about you could you could literally roll up to one of those ranches and say hey man we're shooting hardcore graphic gay pornography all day here and and there's you're gonna see probably 19 dicks going to, to different dudes assholes and the guy would be like great are you gonna pay for that water truck or how's that gonna work so do you have the money for the water truck yeah because the water truck is still 2500 and it's like hey man we're shooting gay sex there is no fire or, or no matches or candle doesn't matter uh we're still gonna need insurance you're still gonna have to buy that water truck they don't care what my dream would be is to rent out one of those sets for a gay porn and have dudes fuck graphically up against that water truck where they're just (laughs) banging on the water truck i mean just (laughs) and that's what you call it banging on the water truck (laughs) just getting railed uh against a water truck that would be the the most epic porn of all time Uh, (laughs) (laughs) fucked against a water truck oh man Uh, there's so much there it's coming to a theater near you um i was thinking about that the other day do you notice all the porn is gone from movie theaters really were they ever were, were, were there ever porn in movie theaters forever dude i'm talking like 30 40 years that's where Pee Wee herman got pop jacking off um so well, then what's Eugene? the point of having a porn movie theater <laughs> i know i know so what dude when i was in grad school at new york at nyu there was a whole street that was full of porn theaters and you would go and watch porn because you didn't have computers and shit so it was just like all right great i guess you know if you're really looking to see porn, so you just sit in a, in a theater with a bunch of dudes and watch fucking porn. That's weird. Yeah. Could you imagine that going on in no, today's world? I, like, I do not want to do that. I, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> just eating popcorn, watching porn. Just watching hardcore porn with just all dudes, strangers. Like strange dudes watching. I don't like to watch porn with my buddies. Like you and I don't sit down together and just fucking pull up a porn and be like, oh man, let's just take an hour out off our day and just sit here and watch a porn together. Like not once have we ever done that. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, Although I could see you inviting me to do that at one point, you know? I could definitely see... See you asking me to sit down and watch one of your your hour and nineteen minute vacation porns with you. No, no, no. Why would I do that? Why would I want to watch it with? Why would I want to watch it with you? I think with me because I'm going to give you the commentary that you, that you need to know about of like, hey man, uh, that family that's on vacation right now. Do you know how much that hotel costs? That hotel. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be talking about it too. Night. Like. You'd be like, oh, that bed is nice. Have you seen that bed before? 
I don't think you will, dude. I think you'll go more into like the family backstory um, and be like, <laughs> man, I wonder I wonder if uh, if that dad worked a lot of overtime because he didn't seem like he spent a lot of time with his children. <laughs> there's no children on these vacations. Well, there's there's kids and they go and sleep in another room and then and then. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> yeah, there is, Jared, because you go you you'll go like the Disneyland route where it's just like, hey, guys, we saved up all of our money for this one year's vacation. Now we're going on vacation together, but also your mother and I need a, a alone time. <laughs> and they're going to they're going to go bang in a different room and because you like to watch the entire vacation experience. Listen, we're of, emptying the change jar. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we're staying in the Disney Hotel in Orlando. There's a shuttle that's going to take us over to Disney World. We're not getting fast passes. Um, <laughs> Do not let the kids near the near the shoreline. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, don't let them get gatored by the shoreline. Yeah, and yeah. They fucking that, that that it was like a three or four year old got gatored. Yeah, got gated right by that shoreline. You like to sit down because you like look. You'll go through the footage of a family eating the breakfast buffet, going to Disney World about their day, how tired they are, getting tucked in, and then the parents fucking afterwards. That's your dream. So like, yeah, I, I could see you eventually, <laughs> eventually sitting me down, saying, "Hey, man, let's just watch a little a little uh, VP together, a little vacation porn," and then <laughs> going through this whole backstory. I've never even seen one like that. So if it exists, someone send it to me. <laughs> I think I think in a, like because you're the type of person who, in a, in an hour and nineteen minute porn, you'll be down if there's just only one sex scene in it, like the rest <laughs> of its vacation. Like I think it's eight minutes worth of sex and then an hour and eleven minutes worth of just see. I wish of, of I wish vacation. real movies would just combine this. Like why couldn't every movie just have eight minutes of hardcore penetration sex like that way you look forward to movies that have like natalie portman in them yeah. <laughs> you're like fuck yeah i can't wait to see natalie portman get dicked down yeah just get filleted i want to see it i, I want to see a, a I, natalie I, portman's butterfly fillet what do you think what do you think how do you think natalie portman fucks Oh man, I've I've actually thought about this. My butt, my I have my, too. Yeah, one of my best friends. That was his go-to. Like like everybody has their celebrity crush. Yours yeah. was 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 Hillary Duff. Um, his was Natalie Portman, and I was just like, what is that like? Um, but he's always ventured on the ones that looked like super young, where it was just like Natalie Portman's what 35, 36 and she still looks like she's nineteen. Yeah, so but that was. Do you think that she's, was his jam? Do you think and she's I don't, fun and feisty? Do you think she's no. horny all the time? Nope. I think it's uh, I think it's very business like. Oh uh, God! Why? Yeah, I don't think you're laying around like after a hangover, just having like a like a a polite sixty nine sesh. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like super hungover the next day, where you just wake up and you're just like, oh man, I just let's just have a fucking you know polite sixty nine sesh and then go back to sleep for another hour. Before we go to, I Baja think she. Fresh. I think she would. I, I mean, I don't did you watch? Did you watch her her scenes in uh, Annihilation? No, but I saw her her scenes. What was that Clive Owen movie where she was the stripper? Oh um, shit, I forget. Was it was with one. Julia Julia Roberts. Yeah. yeah, and they were. I I 
think she was she either won the Oscar or I, I think she won the Oscar for that or, or nominated like for that closer year. is it called closer that's it that's it yes it was called closer yeah yeah and I think she won I pulled I that out of my ass yeah so like when I watched that I was like oh shit maybe Natalie Portman gets down and I was just like eh. I think she's just a really good actress but I don't see her throwing down like hardcore 69 shit I think she's married to like a ballet uh, like a ballet guy that's oh, real god yeah like a dancer that's so disappointing yeah and like, she does a lot of shit like around the world for, dude because i saw for, like, like charities she had a little sex scene in annihilation but she also had like a like a bedroom play scene and like she seemed like she would get playful like and be like oh yeah here check this munch it oh yeah 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 I think I, I just I don't see that with her. If you're asking celebrity wise, who probably fucking rages the hardest on that side, um, man, I would probably say I'd probably say somebody weird like Courtney Love, where it's just like, hey, after you fuck me, why don't you put a cigarette out on my back? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, oh yeah. god, it just Did keeps you- stepping up. Pull, yeah, pull out and come on my back and then put a cigarette out in it where you're just like, oh, shit. So I'm supposed to be smoking while I'm fucking you from behind that you want me to pull, just put that out in your my back? Buddy, uh, my buddy was telling me some great stories the other day about he's just like, he just went on this tirade about this chick that he used to bang that's just like wild beyond any imagination. And how the first time he banged her, like, uh, they start fucking getting, like, talking to each other and everything. And, and he's like, oh, you're a dirty girl. And she's like, you want to know how dirty I am? And he's like, uh, yeah. She's like, I've had nine threesomes with two guys. And he's like, uh, oh, want to know how want to know how dirty I am? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I've done two in one day. And he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> you want to know how dirty I am? He's like, I, I think we're good on the dirty scale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, fuck, man. A a buddy of mine was fucking this girl in LA, and you want to talk about dirty. Like, this girl blurted out in a conversation at dinner where she was just like, um, because everybody was talking about like their craziest sex stories at dinner, and this girl just blurted out way beyond everybody else. She goes, I let Tom Sizemore choke me with a scarf while I hang above his bed, fucking him. We were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tom Sizemore? <laughs> From Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Like that Tom Sizemore? Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I was like, I'm sorry. Not only did it stop the dinner conversation, but then I I obviously had to f- I just full-on interview this, this yeah, girl. Yeah, you went into In front of a table of 12. Ham- hammerhead mode. <laughs> yeah, and I think we were at that place that we went to, Jared, that, uh, that Thai place on Sunset. Oh, Toy. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, we were there, big table of 12, and I was like, what do you mean you let him choke you with a scarf from the ceiling? She was like, he hangs it from the ceiling, he's got like a hook that comes down for like hammocks, Uh, it's supposed to, you know, plug in for like a hammock, he's got it hooked from the ceiling, and she said the way that it was tied was like, uh, like just enough for like two inches of his dick to go inside of her, but he could also pull her up just enough so that she would choke and then he could still fuck her, um, but he was only getting two inches in, and like that would just go on for like like twenty minutes, a half hour of like you know just the tip, and then she would almost fucking pass out like every single time. Uh, she- <laughs> 
she said one time she just full on blacked out like it was too much and he had to pull her down. She woke up with a scarf on her neck on the floor and like he was giving her CPR. Um, so like, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to give somebody CPR when you choke them out. You just wait for him to wake up. Yeah, but you don't know that. Like, let, let's say that that's your first person that you've choked out with a scarf that's hanging from your ceiling. There's a good shot. You might think that they've hung themselves. You know, <laughs> you might you might have to 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 cut her down and start performing CPR. Just I mean, look, and, and at that point, I remember this conversation taking place in like maybe oh three or oh four. So like at that point, Tom Sizemore wasn't a shit bag yet. Like, you know, he wasn't all drugged out yet. He was still doing sweet movies. He was in heat. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Like if it gets out that Tom Sizemore had killed somebody with a scarf, like you're you're fucked at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I, 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 I don't know a way around it of like, hey, because this girl was like probably my guesstimate was probably 23. And he was, you know, at the time, probably in his late 40s, early 50s. And that's how he got down. And, um, you know, that that's not something you can shake off from the press of like, oh, fuck, this girl, why was she hanging from the ceiling? Well, she wanted to do it. And then, you know, only two God, inches of dude, my God, dude, there was this crazy story in El Paso of these two, like, 22-year-olds that took some weird drug and started fucking. God, I have to call one of my cop buddies over there and get the story again because it ended up with the chick's fucking entire guts and everything were all over the bed. Like, oh, whatever Jesus. happened, and I forgot what it was. Um, I'm going to have to ask my buddy. Well, e- either way, you've already delivered the greatest punchline in the history of sex jokes there. Yeah. So her guts were spilled out all over the bed. <laughs> I don't remember how the rest of this started, but that's how it ended. And <laughs> she was fucking dead. She was dead. <laughs> have you ever have you ever had a girl ask you to do something super weird sexually? We were just like, hey, you've taken it too far now. We've gone too far. No, no. Really? I don't, I don't know if it's just the type I go for. They're never. Because uh, I, I could see you like if, if people who know you are like, oh, Jared's a fun guy. I bet he'd be down for, you know, to for bashing my head in with a shovel. <laughs> like no, r- right I'm as just, I'm masturbating. I've just I've never I've never had anybody ask anything fucking super weird. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I had somebody ask me to put on my grandfather's clothes. I'm kidding. Um, that would. <laughs> you had would sex with somebody much. reverse cowgirl in front of your grandfather. Yeah, I, I, on in a movie in Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury, and he he was a he was a veteran, Jared. He was in a. <laughs> <laughs> you let him watch. Yeah, in, in a he was dressed up in his in his fucking <laughs> his World War Two uniform. He was in his World War II uniform, too. I totally forgot about that. The movie's so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and I remember the... Uh, why don't we... Do, hey, why don't we... Uh, why don't... When you're out here next month or whenever, like, we do we do a, a recorded commentary on it and then release it. Oh, dude, I'm I'm down for sure. <laughs> so you can just start that movie and do it, because dude, dude, we should mystery science theater three thousand the movie. Uh, it'd be great. It'd be great. Let's do it. I'm down. Pool Boy Dragon of the Fury is a super fucked up movie. 
I uh, I remember the grandfather in that scene while, while I'm fucking that girl in that scene says she looks over and she says grandpa and sees him right in the in the rocking chair next to the bed and he just goes Shh, let's not ruin this by talking <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she's fully buck naked uh, that's also the scene by the way where I took pictures of myself staring at the bed so all over the room if you look closely in the background it's just pictures of myself staring at myself fucking <laughs> <laughs> What did he see? This is why we got to do that. We got to do that uh, commentary. It'll be perfect. Oh, for sure. And especially that movie. Like, God damn it. That movie was so polarizing for a lot of people. There was 50% of the people got it. The other 50% were like, you're a, you're the, like the most horrible human on the planet. <laughs> that would be definitely a good one to do it. So, um, we could, yeah. Cause what, like other podcasts have done it. What are they? You just tell people to start the movie like at this exact moment, and then you you go from there. What? Isn't that how you record those? Uh, no. How I would do it is I would put us on a green screen, facing okay. away from the camera, um, and we would film the outline of our backs and chairs on the green screen while we watch the movie and commentate on it. And then I would add the movie post and cut us out and just use the alpha channel. Gotcha. Um, so it's just a, a pure black outline of us in, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. in the front row. I think that's the best way to, to make it look good. Yeah, I, I, I'm down for that, man. Um, with that, with Again, with that film, there's so much fucking wild shit in there where you're just like, oh, my God. Uh, and there's there's a ton of celebrities in that movie. Yeah, Al like, Borland. Uh, y- yeah, uh, dude. Uh, Danny Trejo's in it. Um, J- Jason Mewes. Uh, Brian Callen's in it. Uh, Desi Lydic from the the Daily Show is in it. Alana Ubach is in it. Um, hey, you know that girl from the Brady Bunch is in it who played uh, Jan. Really? Yeah. If you go back and watch that, there's like a million celebrities in that movie, and you're like, dude, how the fuck did you get all these people to do this sick, dark comedy? Because <laughs> I'll talk about the heroin overdose and all that other shit that went on on that set. That was a crazy shoot, man. Yeah. Dude, I bet. Uh, no, no, let's, let's do the commentary. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a weird one. Um... <laughs> Uh, now it's time for the Drinking Bro of the Week, Jared. You ready for this? Go for it. Drinking Bro of the Week was submitted by Chris Russell. He says, what's up, Drinking Bros? I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, and uh, and I love Launch Code also. Um, I nominate Jared Kelch as Drinking Bro of the Week. Jared was one of my first team leaders when I joined the Marines, and he's a selfless leader and is always eager to teach us everything he knew. He always put others before himself. His laugh was extremely contagious, and he can lighten the mood for anyone. Unfortunately, he was involved in an accident a day before Memorial Day. That took him away from the world. He left behind an amazing family who he was uh, fond of and a girlfriend that became his rock. His two best friends are both named Jake and... uh, they used to tear up Southern California during their time up. I'm proud to call him a Marine, a veteran, a brother, and most of all, a friend. He taught me so much about myself and how to mentor, uh, and that carried on with me when I rose up through the ranks. 
Uh, if he could be drinking bro of the week, that would be fucking awesome because he's my drinking bro for life. God bless you guys. Cheers. Well, he Cheers. is. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you, Chris Russell, and uh, and to Jared Kelch. We're sorry for your loss, but it sounds like he was a great, great fucking dude. Yeah. Um, Jared, parents are gone, my man. Yeah, we, let's uh, go get rowdy. Let's <laughs> let's go fuck shit All up. All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Uh, for, for Jared Kidney Stone Taylor, I am Ross the River Man. I'm not a river boy. I'm a river man. <laughs> the river boy. Patterson. I'm the, I'm a man, dude. I don't we're like going the slimies. In, we're, we're going in that river the second I get off the plane there uh, <laughs> next month. We're going in there. We're going live on Facebook for it, too. Um, yeah, we're, we're the Drinking Bros. We're actually getting a house today. So let's continue this jam and go on into the night. Good night, everyone.